Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist based in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm considering this one. How can the data that Karnataka has been mining help improve our national response? It's day 139 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 354065 cases with 11903 deaths. To understand some of the lessons that we can learn from Karnataka's achievements in containing the epidemic so far, I interviewed Munish Mundgil, the IAS officer who is heading Karnataka's COVID-19 war room. In last night's episode, we talked about how tech is driving their contact tracing successes and helping contain the spread. Tonight, in part 2 of the interview, we talk about the information that is emerging about the nature of the disease from Karnataka's data and how this holds lessons for the rest of the country. Before we began the interview, Mr. Mountgill sent me a bunch of graphs of analysis that he and his team had done around the data they had collected. It included data on contact tracing by district, source of transmission, testing data, data on asymptomatic and symptomatic persons, you name it. As someone whose day job is extracting much of this information from the tightly closed fist of the union government and many state governments, this level of access and analysis was a real treat. So I said as much to Mr. Mudgill that the data they were assembling and analyzing was helping put out quick research on the nature of the epidemic. Absolutely. See, we are able to understand which category of persons are throwing up which percentage positivity. Mm. We know domestic travelers on average are turning out, you know, around five six percent positive in Karnataka. We know ILI is positive to for every hundred tests in ILI, we get point four percent positivity. We know this information district wise, which district is having what positivity rate. Mm. If we test hundred ILIs in Bangalore, how many positive we'll get? If we do hundred ILI tests in another district, how many positive we are likely to get? Because we we know this categorization of tests. Right. So we know which particular group is more infected. We can focus on that and do more tests of those people. Right. Like that. So right. that is also helping us. Such data can immediately direct policy on, for instance, testing. In the Bangalore cluster of Padarayanapura, a somewhat controversial decision was taken to test all residents. I asked Mr. Mudgil about whether it made sense to do more random testing and his response came from knowing what the data was showing. See, I would put it in this way. In most of the places in Karnataka, we have not reached a requirement to do random sampling. Reason being that our positivity rate is 1%. If we start doing random sample, it will become even lower. We are trying this 1% positivity rate is after we are focusing where the people are likely to be infected. Now compare this with Maharashtra, their positivity rate is around 12%. For every 100 tests, they are getting 12 people. For every 100 tests, we are getting 1%. Amen. And this is after we are trying to target which might be infected. If we simply go random, then we end up doing much many more tests without getting positivity. Having said that, in certain areas where we find huge clusters, mm. like one area got huge infection, 25-30, testing was done for that area. So, and firstly, random testing was done. Wherever we find a cluster of infection, there it will make a meaning to have a random sampling done. If random sample throws up more positive cases mm. in terms of percentage, let's say it's random sample throws up 3 or 4% positive rates or even 2%, mm. 
that will be a good case to test everybody in that area before i spoke to mr mudgil i read an interesting article in the times of india which i have linked to that quoted mr mudgil as saying that their analysis had revealed that symptomatic people were far more likely to spread the infection and to more people than asymptomatic people i'm going to talk more about this in the context of asymptomatic transmission in tomorrow's episode but when i asked mr mudgil about the value that such findings from his data could have for policy his response demonstrated the balancing act that administrators have to play between data and policy i would put it in this way the asymptomatic and symptomatic positivity uh, the infection cause from them has a relevance in terms of uh, you know has some relevance in the context you are talking okay but it has more relevance in terms of testing for example if you are having limited capacity to test and if you have 1000 testing capacity and if you have you know 900 symptomatic and 1000 asymptomatic people to test right. that's a travelers right. i have to test the travelers imagine okay yeah. to test the travelers i have 10000 travelers and i have 5000 capacity to test then this information that asymptomatic people are less likely to be infectious or at risk and all that right. may allow me to say that out of 5000 4000 i will do symptomatic right. and 1000 only i will do asymptomatic so that call can more easily be taken one second i feel there is a more risk in trying to convey that asymptomatic around asymptomatic person you are safe if i convey any such message right. people may end up getting harmed more than helped i would suggest this disease is best controlled by everybody assuming everybody else is infected but not getting paranoid basically wearing the mask when you interact with anybody keep social distance anything which takes us to stop social distancing or stop wearing a mask yeah any such input is harmful karnataka's meticulous data collection and sharing will help those who seek to understand the disease enormously and at the same time administrators can use this data to craft the policy message that's best suited for their population for me personally after days of making do with limited data it's a real pleasure to see one state collecting it analyzing it and sharing it so well thank you for listening this episode was edited by anand krishnamurthy tomorrow a new question